First Class Sailing Take the Helm. Welcome to another in our series of regular podcasts for First Class Sailing. I'm Kerry Herford-Jones and it's my great pleasure today to introduce to you the Chief Instructor of First Class Sailing, Jamie Cousins. Jamie, welcome to today's podcast. Uh, thank you for having me, Kerry. Jamie, uh, I think one of the fundamental questions that we're always asked from uh, potential candidates is about uh, what is the right course for me? What's, what's, what would suit what I've done so far and what I hope to do in the future? And So when you get asked that question, h- how do you answer it? Yes, well, well, it's a good question and it can seem quite uh, overwhelming, I suppose, for um, people who are new to the RYA system. There's a lot of courses to do, and it's hard to hard to see where you fit in. For a lot of people, they've they've maybe done some sailing before, and so they're not a complete beginner. But then they don't think of themselves as as an expert either. So they're they're not sure where they should start. I, I guess the first thing that we need to we always ask is you know how much sailing have you done, and that 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 kind of leads us to where we're going. But essentially, I think. We, we break the RYA syllabus up into three sections. So we have an, a sec- section for novice sailors and intermediate and an expert. And, and then that, that kind of three-tiered system can simplify everything a, a lot. But for your novice sailor, we're, we're looking at three courses. It's the competent crew course, which is a practical sailing course. There's the day skipper theory course, where we teach you how to navigate, and then, um, and then there's a day skipper practical course, which is your entry level skipper's ticket that will let you charter a boat, like in the Med or in the Caribbean, for example. So there's a logical sequence to these things, um, but as you say, it's not just about what you've done; it's also perhaps about what you might want to do in the future, isn't it? Yes, that's right, and I think that's the way you should look at your qualifications. You're not just you're not just doing them to get the qualification. You're doing them because they allow you to do other things with your sailing. So, um, you know, they allow you to explore uh, further offshore, further afield, further along the coast, and also offer up different kinds of sailing opportunities where um, you might be involved in a bit more of an ocean crossing or ocean passage bit more of an adventure and and it also gives you access to different boats and different kinds of boats and and an access uh, or gateway into the industry to work professionally and also uh, enjoying your sailing more because you you understand more about what's involved in your sport in your chosen hobby yeah uh, yeah that's that's something that happens when you unlock some uh, a new bit of knowledge we can all we can all plateau in our progression and um and then once once you do a course you'll just just spending time sailing with people who are on the same level as you and mm. and then maybe also an instructor you you pick up different tricks different ways of doing things and and i and i always tell my students that i think i learn just as much as them sometimes while watching <laughs> them do things and seeing thinking of different ways of, of doing things so and um, that then that once you've gained that knowledge uh, that can help you progress and then you can gain you can learn and enjoy different uh, different things in your sailing yeah you, you never stop learning um no. w- what about refreshers because i think you know speaking personally here I, I took you know quite a few years between doing my theory course my yacht master and then doing the practical 
there is actually a, almost a necessity if you really want to get the best out of a course that perhaps you don't leave it too long between the elements of the courses. Yeah, it's it's a diff- it's a difficult it's a difficult one to to come up with or to summarize because in a, in a way if you do if you do a course early on then it unlocks a bit of knowledge that you can then practice for yeah. much longer. Yeah. Whereas um, if you do your for example if you do your yacht master theory just before your yacht master course there's a lot there's a lot of knowledge in that theory course and you haven't been using it on for the thousands of miles that you've been sailing before that. Um, so there's, there's a lot to be said for doing the course and then using it and getting experience with the knowledge that you've gained, mm. putting, it, putting it into practice. But then some of that knowledge might not be very fresh when, you, when it comes time to do your Yachtmaster exam. <laughs> so, there's, it's, so there's pros and cons of, of, mm. uh, of, each, of each way. Uh, I would say perhaps the best way is to do it early on use the knowledge as much as possible and refresh it at some stage somehow you know you you do the prep courses before the exams anyway don't you at first class sailing so if you're doing a let's use the yacht master as a a good example you've got you know three four days before you take the exam to get yourself back up to speed anyway haven't you yes they are uh, an intense few days and we do we do spend a lot of time on the theory but it, it is it is good to do a bit of self revision before arriving and uh, that that can speed things along or, or aid aid things along a bit but um, we do spend a lot of time in, in the prep course going over the theory as well as the practical sides of the of the training because the exam is a combination of the two really so let, let's talk about the sequence of of doing a course or doing a series of courses comp crew clearly entry level that gives you some fundamental basics but then it's about building up from there on in uh, just talk me through, if you wouldn't mind, some of the some of the, the steps you can go through uh, with first class sailing. Yeah, so uh, with with competent crew, we we are teaching you this, how to sail, how how that how that works in terms of the physics of it, and then also how everything works on the boat, how to get everything out, all the sails up, and uh, put the sail to bed at night, uh, put the boat to bed at night, how to live on a boat, how to um, manage it, what everything's called. But from after that point, we're really focusing on developing you as a skipper. And um, that means putting you in charge of the boat so that you can take it out mm. and, and be responsible for it. And that starts with the day skipper theory, where we teach you about largely about how to navigate, but also about how to make sure that you do your your boat checks and you stay safe out on the water and look after your crew and then from there you will do the day skipper practical and uh this is your first kind of taste at being in charge <laughs> and and uh barking orders at people and the thrill the thrill that that brings but, uh, <laughs> hopefully getting your crew on your side by not yeah. barking but yeah take your point yes, <laughs> yes exactly so uh we we speak a lot about you know what's what's involved in being a skipper and, mm. and planning a passage and uh, and and the different ways, different what I call uh, skipper personalities mm. that you that you need to use in different in situations. But we also learn about uh, being in charge of the boat and uh, mooring the boat, for example, is is quite there's quite a lot to learn. 
for that. That takes a bit of practice and getting used to. And it's just it's just going out there and trying it, isn't it? I think that's what you guys yes. enable. You're enabling people to go and practice hands-on and just go and do it. Do some pontoon bashing and just clock up the opportunities to, to take the opportunity to just get the boat into a position that actually you can say, yeah, I, I did that. I've, I've achieved it's a big tick in the box. Yeah, absolutely. And a, a lot of people would have done a lot of sailing, but um, for racing or, or what have you. They would have spent a lot of time perhaps on the helm, but when it comes time to mooring the boat, it's always the owner of the boat that takes takes the helm and moors <laughs> her because at the end of the day, it's them that if they ding it, uh, then they're the, respons- yeah. the, they're the one that's responsible to pay the bill, I suppose. But yeah. what that means is we, we sometimes have skippers who've sailed thousands of miles but never moored the boat. Wow. So it's a, real fun- a really fundamental Gosh. part of the Denny Skipper course is learning to moor the boat and the different uh, techniques that, that we can use to make our make it less stressful, shall we say. And then uh, after that, we go, uh, the, the idea is that you'll get go away and get some skippering experience and actually use that, that ticket, charter a boat or join a flotilla or something. Mm. And once you've, once you've gained a, a bit more experience, you can do the uh, coastal skipper or yacht master theory. It's the same, same, same course. And then we do some advanced navigation techniques and planning some long, we learn to plan longer voyages across the channel, perhaps. Or, and then after that, you're, you're able to do your coastal skipper course where we do advanced sailing techniques and uh, advanced mooring techniques too. And we'll do a long passage. So we might sail through the night across the channel mm. or to Weymouth or something like that. Mm. And it tests your knowledge, but equally, as you quite rightly said earlier, tests your ability to get the best out of the crew and the boat. Yes. So it's a, it's a, it's the further you go, the more planning is involved. There's more things you need to take into account. And your crew, your sure. crew are a big factor of that. Um, you need to come up with a watch system if you're going to sail through the night. You need to have a backup plan if something goes wrong. You might aim for Weymouth, but might misjudge the weather. And then you, you, your crew might get a bit tired. They might have had enough. So you'll have to you'll have to change your plan. One of the things you don't want is a mutiny. Yes, exactly. And then then there's that kind of real jump then from yacht master coastal to then ocean yacht master. And that's that's quite a big step change. Once you've got your your yacht master offshore, then uh, generally people uh, by that stage would have done some sort of passage uh, that is a couple of hundred miles long, where you're at sea for a few days. Your yacht master ocean then is about developing those those kind of trips and that kind of knowledge and experience and the idea is that is that you gain experience and work your way up to be in a position of leadership or authority on 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 a vessel that is doing a passage offshore for a few days there's no uh, there's no real length for that kind of passage but they do they do often talk about 600 nautical miles being a sort of qualifying ocean length for a passage and the and the idea being here that you work your way onto a boat that is doing a passage like this and you're in a position of leadership so first mate or or officer uh, sorry a watch leader something something along those lines where you're involved in uh, the planning because now we've gone from planning a coastal passage to planning an ocean passage so there's even more planning that you need to take into account 
everything becomes longer and that includes your plan so yeah, uh, you need to think more about what kind of spares you're going to bring on board how much food have you got how much fuel have you got what uh, what have you got on board that you can use to fix any problems that might occur yes and and there's less there's less help out, out in the middle of the ocean or it takes it takes yeah, longer well, to get to you. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you're to a fairly major degree. You're on your own. Yes. And the RYA uh, produced a syllabus for for all of these courses that first class sailing offers. So this is, if you like, a, a national training program that you're following, isn't it? Yes, and it's it, it's a it's a national training uh, program and the syllabus, but it is it is also kind of the gold standard for yachting around the world. And so you you would say that it's, it's it is a a worldwide certification. It's it's world renowned. I think I think Australia has just recently signed up to use the RY as their official sailing course program. It is far enough far enough head head and shoulders above any of the others. Mm. And we get people from all over the world wanting to come and do their yacht master, and and not just that, but do it in the Solent because it's it's renowned as the, the most one of the most challenging places to sail. And, and to do a yacht master exam. Yeah, if you could do it here, yeah, <laughs> you could probably do it anywhere. Yeah. Jamie, th- th- there's going to be people listening to this today who are sort of on the cusp, if you like, of, of taking the plunge and saying, okay, I'm going to commit to this. Just in conclusion, talk me through some of the timescales involved with some of these. I know it's difficult because, you know, clearly there's syllabuses which take a bit longer than others, but what, what would should one allow for, for some of these courses, the main ones that, you, that the first class sailing run, how much time should you commit to, to getting the best out of these courses? Yes, so I, I think realistically you could go from not really knowing much about boats at all to getting your day skipper in, in, a, in a summer, a spring, summer, autumn kind of okay. season. Okay, um, yeah. And I think that's a, a fairly good time scale to do things in. And uh, so we're talking about six months, I suppose. Uh, if you do it okay. over winter, you might stretch it out a bit longer. But uh, we do we do run courses from February to practical sailing courses from February to the end of November, first week of December. And there there are nine months of the year at least that that you can do a practical sailing course. If you're looking at your your theory, there's different ways of doing it, but. At the, at the moment, we are running our Zoom theory courses. They are taking just over four weeks. A lot of people now are trying to get the theory out the way first, which makes sense. Yeah. And you, you, you can certainly do the theory before you do your competent crew, and you, you should do it before you do the day skipper theory. You could, you could do your theory now, and then in, in four weeks' time, or hopefully soon after that, we'll be able to sail again. And, yeah. and you can look to do your competent crew in July, and then your day skipper practical soon after in August or yeah. September if you want a break or, or even October, yeah. November. How long do these courses take? Well, the, the competent crew practical course is five days of sailing and so is the day skipper practical. So you're looking at 10 days on the water on a boat. Okay. And you can, okay. you can break that up into, uh, you can do it in two sets of five days, so Monday to Friday. Or you can do it over two weekends per course. So we do a two-day two right. and a three-day weekend, uh, which is nice because you don't have to take as much time off from work. Then you're looking at uh, that takes basically two, it takes two weeks of time, but uh, two weekends. 
So thank you for that. Clearly, anybody wants any more information about any of the courses you run, including, of course, ones we haven't talked about today, which I think we ought to come back and talk about in another podcast of sea survival, first aid, engine um, knowledge, etc. So uh, anybody wants any more information, they just have to pick up the phone and ring, yeah? Yeah. If you, we're, yeah, we're answering the phone, normal working hours and emails. Yeah, if you're not sure, the best, uh, which, uh, the best thing to do is to chat to us. And a, l- a lot of people do just pick up the phone and chat and see um, what we think, which course is, is right for them. Brilliant. Jamie Cousins, as always, an absolute pleasure to talk to you on our podcasts. Thank you very much indeed for taking the time to join us. I know you're a busy man running, as you quite rightly say, a whole load of, a plethora of courses at the moment. Uh, and uh, hopefully you'll get back out on the water as well very soon. Yeah, I, can't, I can't wait. Business on board with Carrie Herford Jones.